Welcome back to Lazily for October 3rd, 2010. This is episode 27, and this is the podcast where we talk all things video games. I'm Nicole. I am Kim. And I'm Stephanie. And today we are going to be discussing Dead Rising 2, Civilization 5. I was just going to call it Civ. Because I just civilization. You've got that relationship with it now. Yes. Um, and I, last time um, I said we were going to talk about Team Fortress Two, but we never did. So this time, this episode, we are going to talk about Team Fortress Two because there's actually some news that just came out about it as well, um, and the DLC for Borderlands. So we have yeah. a lot to discuss this week uh, with some news and some iPhones and some sales going on. So welcome everyone. Um, hi guys. Hi Kim. Steph. Hello. How are you guys? <laughs> it's still hot out here in California. Dang it. Yeah. It's, oh, see, it is just sh- opposite here. It is gorgeous. It's it's almost fall weather, and uh, I've got my Jeep, and I've got my top down, and oh, it is awesome. I just don't know what the weather is like outside because I've been playing Civ Five for the, <laughs> <laughs> for the past four days. I'm <laughs> not kidding about that game, but uh. All right, so let's kick it off. Um, this episode, our main game is Dead Rising 2. We, we decided um, it came out what, Tuesday, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, and Kim, I, I, I was leaning towards this because I know you've really been looking forward to this game. Yeah, I, and I, I loved the first one. The did first you? One so much fun. All right, so this is an action um, adventure. Well, it's just an action video game. Uh, it's on the 360 um pc and the playstation 3 um and it was developed by capcom so i guess it, it, this was pushed back initially I, that's right we talked about that in the past how the yeah. the release date was kind of was very uh fluid <laughs> they didn't really have it like whoa it was supposed to come out um fuzzy so. is the word yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. They never really knew, but we just knew it was coming out this year sometime. (laughs) So you're playing the protagonist, which is Chuck Green, and he's going to be your main dude that you're playing throughout the game. And you're fighting hordes of zombies um, while doing certain missions um, throughout the game, including saving people, finding Zombrex for your, your daughter who apparently got bit in the first one, right? No, she got bit in this storyline. In oh. this storyline, she just got bit. I thought. Oh no, I guess no, no, not. no. Well, it was a pre-existing condition. Like that's what I remember yeah. him saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not familiar with the first one, so yeah, she wasn't in the first one. Oh, she wasn't. Mm-mm. So what was the what was the story of the first one? Yeah, it, it's the same guy, right? And he was trying to save his wife or something. I can't even remember. It's been <laughs> it's so been a long, long ago. Time. I don't think so. That doesn't. It didn't sound familiar this time. I mean, I guess I didn't follow the story much last time because I don't think there really was a good storyline mm. in the first one. This one is much better. This one's much more coherent, and you actually have a story to follow. I was surprised, first- to be honest with you. I thought it was just going to be hack and slash, killing zombies. Mm-hmm. So well, and that's kind of how the first one was. Okay. You know, I mean, yeah, it kind of had a story, and you kind of had to go do things. But for the, <laughs> for the most part, you just, you know, you just went and killed zombies, and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> so in this one, you can you can combine pretty much everything can be picked up and used <laughs> to. I picked up a purse and was hitting zombies with yeah. it. <laughs> so and well, and what what was cool is it starts out with this little mini game and your 
on a motorcycle. Terror's reality, right? Chainsaws yeah. on the handlebars. And you go right. and you um, you make money that way. And um, <laughs> it is so much fun. That was a blast. And that's actually one of the... Uh, many the mini games like the multiplayer yeah, games that you can play did was the first one multiplayer no okay so this one's player. yeah so this this tv reality show or reality tv show called terror is reality you can play up to four people um and that's kind of a totally separate than the main campaign that you're going through so um the plot of the story is is it's five years after the first one and as Chuck, you're you're competing in these this terror is reality game show, and honestly, I they set this up so poorly because I don't know about you guys, but when I because they drop you right into it and they don't really tell you really any they don't prepare you for anything. Okay. You go oh, just do didn't. it. And I was confused at first. I'm like, I was what too. Am I supposed to do? Uh, yeah, I was too. Yeah. It like, was just oh. Hey, I'll just go. <laughs> there's once there's a going, you're like okay, I understand, but yeah, they didn't. There's a lot of assumptions in this game. So, um, so, and basically the storyline, you're looking, you're in this bunker and then you have to go out to look for the Zomborex for your daughter and you have to say, you know, you can do these side quests to save people. You can also, uh, you're trying to clear your name as well because there's like this whole organization that's against the terror um, the terror is reality game show and the unethical treatment of the zombies, which what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the premise is that once you've, once you've done that initial game where you're on the motorcycle with the chainsaws, yeah. uh, uh, you're going to collect your prize money. And as you're leaving there, there's an outbreak of the zombies getting into the contained areas. Right. So everyone's fleeing and you run into a bunker for safety. Right. But now the bunker has been shut down for three days until the military comes in and wipes the zombies out. So you, in the meantime, you discover that there are reporters outside reporting that mm-hmm. you personally are the one responsible for unleashing all of these zombies into this previously zombie free area mm-hmm. and so the, that's what you have to again? clear your name of is that you were not the one yeah. doing it it's like um, a vegas type area too so there's like slot yes, machines it's everywhere definitely like vegas. and you're in your this big mall mm-hmm. so you run in between casinos and there are lots of shops and whatnot that you can uh, pick up various things um I, I had a lot of favorite uh, weapons. Like I, there was a lawnmower that was a lot of fun. Oh, really? Did you and, like yeah, mow them down? It was a push mower, and you just kind of revved it up and then put and tilted it back so that the blades were exposed and just kind of mowed them all down. I, I enjoyed that one. But my problem with that is um, is all the weapons break. Yes, and yeah. then they disappear, and then all of a sudden you're left with like nothing. Yeah, and you I was sitting you there can thinking, have up the four things. I, like repair these things, mm-hmm. the ones that are good. Why can't I? I mean, there's maintenance sheds everywhere where you can build <laughs> things, but why can't I repair the good ones and keep the good ones mm-hmm. instead of relying on stupid things like food signs and what, park benches, was, which I had to do all the time. So, on the first one, Kim, were you able to combine weapons? Or no, it was just um, pick the first up? one, it was just pick them up and use them. Gotcha. Um, this one is the first time that they, um, introduced that combining the weapons thing which i thought was really cool when you um all the weapons so far that i've gotten have been so much fun and they're so yes. much more powerful um that, you know you don't want to get rid of those but it's uh, annoying but the, that you have to get the card in order to put the 
you know, you have to almost get the schematics of the weapon in order to merge two items. Yeah, right? yeah. So I think it's, you know, a building process that they take you through to get more powerful weapons. Um, but, you know, the game mechanic on this, it's it's exactly like the first one, which is good and bad. Um, it's I For the first one, I thought it was great, but it's a little clunky. Mm-hmm. And, um, a lot so clunky. Going in with this one, I was, li- I was hoping that it would be a little more smoother. And, I mean, because, like, when he runs, it's... It's like he's got, yeah, he needs this momentum to get going. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my God, just run faster, Um, which drives me nuts. But my biggest complaint about this game is the cutscenes. Oh, Um, my Lord. How many cutscenes do you actually need in one? And load screens. And are you playing it on the PS3? Are you? I'm playing it on the PS3. What are you guys playing it on? PS3. I hear I mean, that it's going, it's really bad on the PS3 and the consoles on Xbox. It is very I, bad. I think it's better on the Xbox and it's the best on the PC. So like going in between the the casinos, going in and out of the casinos, Ugh. always a, a load screen. Yep. Always. I mean, there's and, no there's no fluidness between the, no. the you know you're sitting there waiting for it to load every single time, and if you have to move. Between several buildings, God help you, because oh, it's yeah. going to take a while. Or know, accidentally click on something. I'm, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Get into a cutscene, then you have a yes. cutscene, then you have a load screen to get out of the cutscene, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh my gosh, I, this. There are s- much better ways to do this. There are games out there right now that are doing them, mm-hmm. yeah. and you don't even notice that you're in a cutscene. It just so feels I, old. The game just it, already. It I mean, the day it came out felt old. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. It feels like um, number one, which is good because I enjoyed number one, but I really expected number two to just be vastly improved upon. Because you've you've gone beyond it. You've already, you've played other games like... Exactly. God of (laughs) War 3. So I I was a little disappointed in that, that, um, you know, we didn't get that feeling of a new game. Yeah. But... For the most part, I still liked it. I mean, cutting up zombies in mass like that is just a blast. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I and I like the storyline. The storyline is a lot of fun. What um, do you think about the timed? Like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Which I like. Really, you like that? Oh, I, I hate it. Gives it. Me a purpose. It gives oh, me a I hate it. I hate it so much because oh, I much better on a deadline. <laughs> the the problem I have with the whole time thing is that you have to keep checking your watch. Like yeah. you're like checking your watch. Oh, every 24 hours you have to get some Zombrex for for your little girl. And then once you get it, you go back, you have to wait between a certain period of time. And so I'm like just standing around going, okay, I'm waiting around <laughs> to give her the stupid yeah, you medicine. Learn how long it takes Ugh. you to get from place to place and how the timing actually works. Because oh, that so was annoying. the first thing I was like, well, I don't know how long it's going to mm-hmm. take to get back to the bunker. So I got to stay close for the first couple of missions because I just don't know. Yeah. Right. After that, though. But that little girl was very cute. I was like, oh, my gosh, because I've got pink headphones just like hers. <laughs> And she pulls out until a, she rips uh, out your yeah, throat. Sorry. She's so cute. <laughs> she was. She was. I I enjoyed the characters in this one. They were they were very good voice acting and the characters. You know they're kind of over the top, so that was fun. Yeah, but I There's think a lot of uh, double entendres there yes. with yeah with the you know main character Chuck and the and the reporter. I did not understand that 
dynamic at all. Because at the beginning of the game, you have the showgirls, mm-hmm. you know, making double entendres. And he couldn't, I mean, they could have had leprosy for all he cared. And now all of a sudden you have this, this clothed, uh, you know, reporter. And he's like, oh, just checking out the view. Ugh. And she's, you know, opening up doors. And I was like, what? Who are you? I don't even understand you. And this was my favorite part. I had jumped by some looters, and they stole all my clothes. What? So, I, and then I had, and then the stupid girl calls me back, and I was so angry because she calls. She's like, "Hey, can you come back? Because I need to talk to you about your daughter." So I'm like, bust and hump, completely in my jockey shorts with hearts on. By the way, like you know, picking up stupid stuff to get my way back there. And she's all. I'm just worried about her. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You called me back for that? <laughs> Idiots? And I'm like, and, and, and you know, in the cutscene, I'm still naked. I'm like complete with no shirt on. They're all smirking at her like, eh, enjoying the view. Eh. They're like, a little inconsistent <laughs> with what you're wearing in the oh cutscenes. <laughs> Which that's, that's part of the first game, too. You can go and you can pretty much wear any combination of stuff so i i got like this really cool woman's hat and he was wearing a hat you know like a flowery hat and a bowler shirt and these um the skater pants and i mean you can do all kinds of i mean it's fun to play around with it Um, use the time though because the zombies don't stop no. no, you're doing stuff. You're checking out clothes and whatnot. Oh, they're not stopping. They're no. they're gonna keep on going as you're checking your watch and checking them out. They're still coming at you. Yeah. There's no s- such thing as pause. I, just, they'll just keep going. I saw um, someone tweet that when you kill a thousand zombies, you mm-hmm. get the shirt and tie that um, yes. Shauna the from Shauna the Dead. <laughs> Yeah, I retweeted that. Oh, yeah. That, well, that's yeah. probably where I saw that. <laughs> Shaun of the Dead is seriously oh, one of awesome. my favorite movies of all uh, time. On my iPad, I've I've watched it, you know, <laughs> 50 times. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, my God. You know, and I'm, I enjoy zombie movies and just zombies in general, but I just don't like this game. It's yeah. really, it really it was painful for me. I did not want to continue to play it. Um, I tried out the multiplayer. I went in um, and played with three random people. And Oh, I tried that too. Um, it, and it was just clunky. And yeah. I, I was scooping up zombies. I was mowing zombies over. And then you had like a little vial that you had to then take the blood and shoot it into a mouth. It was so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like... And I couldn't get this the the cart to turn. I'm like, this is lame. I hate this. <laughs> just, yeah, it felt I think, clunky. Um, I just I think I'm if spoiled, they would have updated the the game engine, it would yeah. it would have been a whole lot better. But that's my. I mean, if it if they would have had a better engine, yes, I think so. Too. Um, it it would have been vastly improved. And if the cutscenes, you know, if they had loading screen cut screen thing worked out. And it was seamless, like a lot yeah. of other games. Much, much better. I, and I would have been better. I think this game is way overpriced on the consoles. It's at fifty nine dollars. It should not mm-hmm. be fifty nine dollars. Um, but the interesting thing, I was looking on Steam. It's thirty nine bucks on the PC. Hmm. That to me, it's a more reasonably priced game at thirty nine dollars versus fifty nine for a console. Yeah, I'm gonna go and sell my game. Yeah. Um, I, I am too. You know, well, you can do it while well you get a lot of uh, get a little more return for it. <laughs> yeah, really. Before everyone figures out, oh, this hey, isn't that great. Sucks. Well, I remember seeing, <laughs> and, you know, if you if you loved Dead Rising, I think this is a rental. 
yeah. if you have never played it before and um you know it there's no interest i would say don't even just skip it You're, yeah I i'm i'm saying skip it i didn't think, like it yeah so i would say at the most rent it mm-hmm. other than that i i would skip it yeah, which is just, sad because i was i was seriously looking forward to this game i you know, it was so much fun the first one, but that was like what five years ago or something. Yeah. I mean, four years ago. It was a long time ago. So I like yeah. the concept, but it just the the implementation of of the the graphics, the um, mechanics, um, the voice acting, like you said, is good. I mean, that is solid. I just mm-hmm. I wasn't having fun with it. It was more There's much yeah. better zombie games out there. Yeah. Much better zombie. It, it games. got to the point where every time I had to go out into an open area where there were zombies, it, I wasn't filled with, "All right, I get to kill some yeah, zombies." Yeah. I was like, oh my god, I got to mow through these again <laughs> <laughs> just to get to this point, and, yeah. and that 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 was not fun for me. It wasn't. Yeah. Because I knew by the time I got to the point I was supposed to be at, all my good weapons would be gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be left with nothing again. Yeah, and you and only have four spots. Yeah, and you was, have to make... It was just... And honestly, oh, you, you, get, need you get more spots. As do you? you level up, you get more spots. And you do get a lot tougher, so you you know, you know keep mm-hmm. having to go back to that bunker. But when you reach higher levels... Um, you get a lot stronger, so you can go through and just, you know, breathe on them and they die eventually. So it's not, it's not as big a deal going back mm-hmm. and forth as... That must take a while. Beginning. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, at the beginning, it, it is kind of rough. It gets a little easier, though, as you go on, just because, you know, you're, more, you're way more powerful mm-hmm. and you do more get more tune, slots. And probably blah, blah, blah. in tune with the whole timing. What happens if you don't give the little girl Zombrex? Does she like? There's there a cut a cut scene where she's like <laughs> killing everybody as a parent. Okay, <laughs> parent doesn't stock up on a medicine their child needs. Come on now to live. What? Yeah, come on now and leave it with the lady who's watching his kid. <laughs> does she not? Does he not trust her? You know, uh, I mean, really not. Crazy. Okay, I'll leave my kid with you, but God forbid, I'm going to leave my medicine with you. To her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's a that's a skip it from me. That's a rent it from Kim. Stephanie, what what's your uh, I have to agree with Kim. If you if you really really enjoy zombie games, uh, this is a rental. But uh, it certainly isn't a buy. Yeah, do not waste your your hard earned money on it's it. It's too expensive. No. Way too yes. expensive. Yeah. So all right, so let's move on to the next game, which is um, let's see. I think two of us have played it. Civ five, Civilization Civ- five. So this is the I have f- played Civilization oh. in the past. So oh, that's good because this oh, is yeah. the fir- this is the first time I've ever played any Civilization. Oh, game. seriously? Yeah, oh, yeah. I played the what Civilization two, three, and four. Okay. So there you go. So this one, I all I was going to do is try the demo, mm-hmm. but every time I tried to start the demo, it would lock <laughs> up on me. So I um. never got to actually go any further than making my first couple of moves and i got a city a lot of people are complaining about the um the problems of it locking up and uh because i i got into i think five and a half hours of gameplay and it just locked up on me <gasps> Thank- did you lose anything um i think <laughs> I, I lost a few turns but thankfully it comes with a default of saving every 10 turns <laughs> so i actually lowered it to like five turns <laughs> because um if you go on amazon a lot of people are complaining about um that was horrible so i never even got to really play it so but this is a turn-based strategy game um that i 
think you can only get it through, I mean, you can buy it on Amazon, but it goes all goes through Steam. And people were complaining about that, too. <laughs> They're like, oh, I hate Steam. <laughs> I'm like, what? Steam's awesome. But I love Steam. I yeah. do, too. But, but do people, too. you know, that's okay. <laughs> so um, this was an interesting for me to 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 play it because I am not so interested in turn-based type strategy games. I'm not interested in any sim kind of game either. But um, I was like, uh, I, I'm on a video game podcast. I probably should just try it. <laughs> so and does it start like the other ones where you pick your well, like civilization a, to so, build? So I don't know because this is my first one. Oh, right. <laughs> so what you do, you have an awesome cutscene. The graphics are amazing in, in mm, the Yeah, the, the cutscenes always work good. Though I will say, every time I go into the game, I see it. And I'm like, I just want it not to <laughs> show up. Good. So I'm looking for an option to turn that thing off because it's like, I got away and the escape. Come on. <laughs> just put me to the menu now. Um, but you you set up your your single player so it's single player and multiplayer mm -hmm. um i haven't done the multiplayer yet but i um i convinced mark to to get it and we're gonna go against each other and the first <laughs> the first game i i um played because i had no idea what i was doing i mean it, it doesn't really come with an instruction manual <laughs> well so, actually we found that out it's a 240 page where's instruction that? Manual. where is it so yeah if you want to take the time to read it, <laughs> be my guess. Is it online? It is online. Okay. It's uh, at the civilization5.com. Gotcha. So <laughs> I just had it on random and I made sure to set it to tutorial. So okay. I went in and honestly, I can't remember who I went in as. My second game I went in as George Washington. Um, okay. But yeah, I just kind <laughs> of was working through I was like okay and it's really good at telling you certain things so mm -hmm. like you should settle your 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 little dudes right here and right? you should form a city right there and I probably went a good 20 turns before I realized that I needed to have my workers doing stuff <laughs> 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 but you know what I will say that the game for a beginner level was really forgiving like it didn't mess me up so i so i started make getting to make farms and mining and tr uh camps and all of that stuff so that's and, what they have to do they got to go cut the wood and mine yeah the rocks and it's and all it's and it's all about the turns like how many turns it's a numbers game it's 100 percent a number game um and so like when i so for my first town, one of the first things it suggests is to build a monument because the monument will uh, allow the the um, city to grow faster. And so you can do certain things. And for the most part, I've just been conquering everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just make a lot of archers and warriors and then I just go around and I just dominate it. <laughs> well, you know, and that's what I have, of all the turn-based games like this, I mean, everyone who likes them loves this game i mean this yeah. is like one of the it's like ultima for me you know i loved all the ultimas and that's like my um you know mantra and this this not is everybody's kind of loving like, this game though i mean i'm i'm seeing especially people that love civ 4 like there's mm -hmm. there's a lot of complaints that there's no religion in civ 5 and that's part of what they enjoy about the previous versions mm -hmm. um of course the lockup and things like that and it being <laughs> on steam what are some of the other things that i've seen um there's just they're saying it might be a little too simplistic not as um i guess in depth in depth 
that the, the other depth. ones yeah that's what i meant warn <laughs> 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 you right now i'm not feeling so hot today <laughs> a little sickly i think those 3 a.m nights of playing civ 5 are catching up to me <laughs> which i will say i ha- it's been it's it was weird because i started playing it on friday and i looked up and i was like oh it's 10 o'clock and i haven't had dinner what just happened <laughs> i really did not expect that to happen i mean it was what, what, what tends to draw you in when you're playing civilization is that you're watching literally your civilization evolve yes yeah. um it's not just a matter of i'm building bigger walls and i'm building bigger troops which is what you do it's your your town and your civilization actually discover things mm-hmm. um you discover you know um ancient ruins and, you discover yeah. uh indoor plumbing you discover how to build roads this just having roads between two towns increases your money like exponentially mm-hmm. and if once you get to railroads that's a whole other thing but that's one of the one of the coolest things is that you're 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 kind of sitting there waiting for the next thing because you obviously you know general world history in your head so you know what's coming you know you're in the bronze age mm-hmm. and the you know iron age and uh you're waiting for the invention of gunpowder and you know the you know steam powered engines and things like that and eventually you'll get to uh nuclear missiles yeah and they have this they have this you know, whole that's tree the, that's the, 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 the whole encompassing cool. comprehension of what's going on with uh, with this game. In the previous civs, um, was there a future? Like, I know I was looking at the tree of kind of what I research and learn, and there on the very, very end is this future. Right. Option. Most of them tended to end when you could successfully launch a space shuttle and hit like you know your your thing in outer space like like a space station Uh, out there that's when you tended to quote unquote win the game how many ways are there to win this game because it seems like there's a lot of different ways that it's possible to win so is it, I mean, but when when you win, when you're saying you're winning the game, is is it like little battles so you can choose uh, or you know little like mini games in there yeah and you can decide how big your board is so like how many turns versus um who you want to be so like right now i'm um queen elizabeth so i'm conquering the world (laughs) and i I, you know as when i was george washington i was like you know what i'm just going to dominate everything and so i just went around and i just you know killed everybody basically <laughs> and so go oh, okay. and, and and sometimes you i would can, burn their yeah, city can, down and i yeah how you want your civilization to be do you want to be known for your knowledge and your science mm-hmm. or do you want to be a huge power base do you want to just have the overwhelming uh force to take anything that you want that's essentially the choice that you're making when you're building your city you know where do you want to uh invest your time yeah. and your and your money and your energy which part do you want to be like a great trade hub or do you want to be you know a military might and just take over everything yeah and it's it's a self-contained game so you know, the games i'm the games that i've played so far have lasted me six plus hours mm-hmm. and then oh, right. you know i'll defeat them however <laughs> i want to defeat them <laughs> but i know that it, these games could easily depending on the board and turns and how long you want like you can there's a a lot of different options on how you want to start your game so you could stretch it out really long really really long so um (laughs) i i like to make the game go faster is when you discover horses yeah and 
<laughs> chariots because then you can explore your world much faster than just on by foot. I've, on this, the game that I'm playing right now with Elizabeth, um, I'm focusing on ships. So I've just ah, see there you go. And she, I have some ships that will move seven to eight spaces mm-hmm. versus one to two for like the warriors and the archers. And so I can cruise all around the world and, and uncover places very right. easy. You'll so. discover other civilizations that are either less or more advanced than you. And then mm-hmm. you can decide whether you want to be friends with them or you want to take them over. Yeah. You know, do you want to, do you want to have like a trade relationship where you're, you know, trading spices for gold and such and such, or you just want to completely take them over? Yeah. There's, there's also, um, social policies in, I don't know if it was in, in the oh, previous. Right, I remember diplomats. That's right. So <laughs> there's one way that you can actually win like um, a culture of victory. So you have to have like five, five social policies. So like freedom or um, gosh, what are some of the other ones? I'm trying to think there's, I think there was a total of eight or, and there's five things in each one of these options that you can pick and kind of build that out and it requires culture to learn more about each one of those policies so it's an it's an interesting uh way to potentially beat the game and that's another way that you could potentially beat that you know so see build I, up your culture. I think i had a different view of what this game was yeah and it this actually sounds like a pretty interesting game i thought it was more kind of a warcraft 2 type mm. game you know where you're just you know building things and sending oh, gotcha. to go fight and you know it was it was more like a starcraft <laughs> type world. right where you could build buildings to make to improve your thing but you weren't actually evolving you know you know this yeah, is yeah this sounds, yeah, this is a much much bigger yeah yeah it sounds a lot cooler than just that. There- and, and the units are really easy to manage too. So, like you have a, a worker unit on one grid tile, you'll have a you know an archer unit on another one, and you move them all around and you do certain things, and it it, it works really well. Like uh, even though I'm managing, you know, at times hundreds of things, right. the the way that they've constructed it is really easy. Well, it doesn't yeah. feel like because that's the one. Well, thing. and they do have advisors too. Yeah, you know, you'll See? have advisors that say. You know, sire, I think it's time we invested in blah blah blah. Yeah. And you say, hmm, okay, that sounds like a good idea. Or yeah, well, I'll put that off for a while. Your your you people are your choice. yeah. Your people are unhappy, so you should probably build a circus. Right. <laughs> Which oh, cool. that happened to me. I was like, <laughs> oh, what? I love clouds. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, this sounds actually a lot better than I thought. So maybe I'll go ahead and buy just the the regular game. Well, and you know, because the demo is just not working for well, me. Well, what the other so. thing too, when you first open up the game, it should be it should recommend to you the what is it the direct um direct nine X. nine or ten and eleven. Uh, the first time I played it, I I took the recommendation, which was I think ten and eleven. Yeah, that, and that's, that's when it crashed on me. I went back to nine, and I haven't had a crash since. Ooh, maybe I'll just try it on nine. Try it on I nine. What I is this nine and ten setting? What is that for? Um, yeah, the direct X. Oh, yeah, okay. Which you wouldn't have to worry about <laughs> on a Mac. <laughs> on a Mac. So what is your recommendation? <laughs> like, I guess you can't rent it, so either buy it or don't buy it, huh? <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. Download the demo or don't download it. Yeah, give it. You'll you'll quickly figure out if this is the kind of game for you, but just by playing the demo. 
um so True. yeah i well, hey, you know, surprising go back in time and take check out civilization four or even civilization and you know what that's 3. a lot of people said that um they weren't happy about civ 5 and they're like you know what i'm gonna play civ 4 instead right <laughs> so but well, uh, i'm enjoying but, it you know, i mean a lot of the reviews i read they did think that this was a more balanced and elegant and and a more fun game but i i wonder if the reviewer is coming from the point that they hadn't played the ones before as much as some, I mean, cause there are some hardcore civilization players. Out oh, yeah. There. Oh, yes, there are, you know, and, um, <laughs> you know, I wonder if they just, they liked the familiar, they liked yeah. the old stuff. They liked it hard because they had mastered it already. It's a, it's um, a numbers game. It's all a numbers game. That's for yeah. sure. But yeah, that's hard. <laughs> so, um, Stephanie, you downloaded the DLC for borderlands. I did. Yay! Uh, it's the clap. The it's the clap, clap yeah. revolution. So that's you haven't had <laughs> a chance to, but because it, it was it's like quite large. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was almost one point four gigs. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> it was quite this, large. They're saying I, this is going to be the last DLC um, yes. for Borderlands. So they they only released four of them, which uh, looking at like you know Red Dead Redemption, who's already done. Or they're what this they're is their ready, third yeah. one already, yeah. right? They've done four. They're planning on four as well. Four. I'm like, wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> right. I, so this <laughs> is the last one that they're planning on. But didn't right they now. announce? This is pretty cool. Didn't they announce the um, game of the year edition for Borderlands? Yeah, they did. Which doesn't they, include this, right? Or does right. it? That's kind of lame. Oh. I don't know. Did it? In- it couldn't have included yeah. this because I think they unless uh, came out. Yeah, unless <laughs> yeah, it's it a, came out like two days ago. Yeah, unless it's a there's a code in there for it. Yeah, there mean, could be. There could possible. be a code or something so. to it. But yeah, they just announced that not too long ago. I cannot wait for the zombie uh, nightmare, whatever expansion for Red Dead. <laughs> Red <Yeah>. Dead. <laughs> Honestly, I haven't played that game in a really long time, and that would that would bring me back to that game. I mean, have you have you seen the trailer for it? Yes. It, yeah. it if looks, you haven't, go to reddeadredemption.com and check it out. It looks awesome. Very creepy. Very yeah. cool. John Marston running from zombies. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like there's like a whole like quest line with uh, what's her face, Bonnie, and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. we meet Bonnie again. Yeah. Oh, so. <laughs> She's just annoying, you know. Oh. It, I sometimes I just wanted to slap her. And have you? Man. Have you been playing the man. the Liars and Cheats um, yes. DLC? Absolutely. Are you uh, enjoying Liars it? Liars and Cheats is the latest DLC for, for Red Dead. Um, obviously, the next one coming out is the zombies. That has but, to come out uh, before Halloween, I would hope. Right, exactly. That's what I'm hoping for. But there's no too, date on it, which is... They've mm. been releasing them one a month. So, you know, September was uh, Liars and Cheats, and, and I'm hoping that they get it out before, the zombie one out before... Uh, Halloween, but uh, Liars and Cheats uh, allows you to do in-game um, poker and in-game Liars Dice. I'm not he- I'm not very good at Liars Dice, oh, so yeah, I, I tend terrible. not to do that one. <laughs> but you can play uh, against other people or your friends. You can play uh, poker or uh, Liars Dice against your friends. And they've also included horse racing. Um, I- I'm less thrilled with the horse racing than I thought I would be mm-hmm. because they have put more emphasis on shooting your opponents than actually racing faster than other people. What tends to happen is you queue up for a game, uh, a race, and there are, uh, there are three different tracks and three different races. So, uh, you have to compete each in each one of those three. And 
once the race starts, there's six seconds of grace time. And then once those six seconds have elapsed, you're allowed to shoot your other opponents. <laughs> and uh, let me tell you, I, that's not cool. Because, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, you're ahead. You're like, ah, all right, I'm winning. Oh, look, I'm dead. Oh. And, and then you respawn behind the pack. And then you have oh, to. Oh, that's run. lame. Yeah. It so is you don't want to be in the front of the pack. <laughs> exactly. So I, I learned quite quickly, you don't want to be ahead. You want to wait until everyone gets that initial bloodlust out of their system, shoots everyone, and then you come up from behind and hopefully uh, win the game. I literally, one of my second ones, uh, I was ahead, I was winning, and someone shot my horse. I rolled over the finish line, but my horse did not, so uh. I did not. I did not win. Oh, that's so terrible. Yeah, I was like, what? That, <laughs> I rolled oh. over the finish line. My horse did not. I came in last. Talk about a griefing mechanic. Yeah, absolutely. I was. I, I think I would enjoy this more playing against friends yeah. who have agreed in their heads, we're not going to shoot each other. Yeah. We're just going to race. You just want to race and not kill each other? Okay, cool. Then I think yeah. it'll be fun. Oh, because, fun. you know, the tracks are really twisty and windy and, you know... Uh, it, it, that would be more competitive to me than just figuring out who can shoot mm -hmm. me in the back <laughs> while I'm on a horse. So all your friends who play all the time with you? Yeah. Who are those again? Uh, <laughs> I, see, I, I see you on there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so they've also included um, nine new gang hideouts, uh, and uh, most of them are super fun. And if you finish first in a gang hideout, you get your reward is something called the explosive rifle, which sounds exactly like what it is. Uh, it's essentially like shooting a grenade. Oh, wow. Uh, but you only get four bullets. Oh. So, you know, use them wisely. <laughs> well, I, I can't remember if I told you this, but um, yeah, I don't think I had finished Fallout 3 the last time we talked, right? That's right. You were just yeah. playing it. Yeah. Oh, so I thought I, you did. Uh, I can't remember because did I talk about the DLC for it? No, you okay. hadn't. So I, I hadn't finished it. So I did, I finished Fallout 3 and through the recommendation of uh, someone on Twitter, Josh, he recommended that I do the DLC for, because when you finish Fallout 3, it just ends. Like you can't go back to any of your missions that you haven't done. And I was like, oh, that's kind of lame. <laughs> I didn't mean yeah. it. I didn't mean to put it at this point. <laughs> and, but, um, with his recommendation, he told me to download the uh, Broken Steel expansion, and there's multiple expansions. And Kim, or no, Stephanie, you had you had said something about the Game of the Year edition, which includes those DLCs. But I started mm -hmm. doing my research on the PC, uh, the PS3 version. It mm -hmm. is buggy. It is oh. not. It is not recommended. Bethesda is not fixing it. So. I, instead of going out and buying the, the Game of the Year edition, I just went mm -hmm. ahead and paid the 10 bucks for the Broken Steel expansion so I could go mm -hmm. and explore. And of course, I wanted to test it out. So I'm like, well, maybe <laughs> they've fixed it. No, they still haven't. The Oops. game has locked up on me at least seven <clears throat> times. Ooh, yeah. It, it's, that's not good. Yeah, so I'm glad I just spent $10 versus, you know, another <laughs> 50 to get the Game of the Year edition. <laughs> But, oh, God, that game is awesome, and I cannot wait for New Vegas. I keep on saying this. It's like a broken record, but um, New Vegas comes out in two weeks. 
Yeah, um, and I no, just yeah, they've got not, yep, they've weeks. got the trailers out there for the new Vegas, and they've got some behind the scenes with the developers and stuff. And I was watching those, and I was getting really excited yeah. for it. <laughs> and then <laughs> and it's really pretty too. Yeah. I mean, it it's got a really cool feel to it. I because of all I, the lights, for, I think. Well, the, the lights, yeah. and then they go. You know, if you've ever been to Vegas, once you actually leave Vegas. It's like, you know, nothing out there. And you kind of get that feeling from what they're showing you on, on the videos. Mm-hmm. Is that's how it's going to be in the, um, while you're in the town. It's like cool and exciting and they're rebuilding it and it's lights and the old 50s Rat Pack style. Go outside of town. It's like the old Western crap, you mm-hmm. know, that, well, I wouldn't say crap, but <laughs> you know, it, it's, a, it's a more rundown thing. So it has a pretty cool feel to it. That's cool. So yeah, I'm excited about that. I also uh, downloaded and started playing Death Spank, Thongs of Virtue. <laughs> so do you have to finish the game to no. play this? this is, and this is what I'm, I'm, I'm actually really disappointed in Death Spank. Because I was expecting to just get DLC content for the first game that I bought and continue mm-hmm. from 20, level 20 and say sure. to 40. No, right. this is a, this is a, brand new game totally separate from the first game 14.99 for another game standalone you start from level one and you go through all of it so like i had i did certain things in the first game like um at level 20 you can um use unicorn poop (laughs) (laughs) of course you can it's so silly it's so (laughs) silly but it's one of the things that um is like a good healer uh, uh, item for the, I know it sounds so silly, but anyway, I, I had done I prepped my character on the first one, thinking that this DLC would just be an, an uh, a- addition. Okay. Sure, and you're I was, ready. I was so bummed and disappointed that it it's still great. I still love Death Spank, but I'm just not into it as much as I was with the first game. There's nothing. I just feel like I, I'm kind of defeated. Like. They made me start all over again, and I'm like, because right. I was trying to finish the game. I'm I'm about three quarters of the way through it, and I was like, oh, I want to I want to finish it so bad, so I can get the deal the DLC for it. Yeah, you don't but have to finish it. You can you can just download it. it. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'll probably just finish the game, and if if there's no other games to like, because yeah, I I love Death Spank still. I would, it's just, yeah, I would wait for uh, Thongs of Virtue till it goes on sale. To be honest. I mean, it's it, there's nothing new. It's the same, you know. It's still funny. It, there's, I'm, I don't want to make it seem like I'm bagging on it, but I kind of am because <laughs> they really let me down. I was really let down about it because I really, really liked the first one and I wanted to continue that game through. And because I had all this cool armor and I don't know, just. Mm. And then uh, finally. Um, I've been playing Team Fortress 2 with uh, Brian Dunaway and Scott Johnson over on Final Score. We actually have a, uh, a Ventrello server over on Final Score. And um, Team Fortress 2 Tuesdays are the night that we all get together and play Team Fortress 2. And I wanted to bring this up because it's on sale right now, 10 bucks. So for those of you listening live and in the chat room, if you haven't actually downloaded this game yet, it's a lot of fun. It's a first person shooter um, and it's cartoony. And the reason why they put it on sale is because there's a new um, DLC that's coming out for it, as well as the new 
um, what is it, the man economy, <laughs> where you can buy items now with it, which was a, it's kind of a big deal for, for Steam to create this wallet that allows you to then purchase in-game items for a game like Team Fortress 2. So there's a ton of awesome mods that you can attach to this game that are free. So like Scott was telling me about one where um, you can mod all of the characters to be women. Which is kind of, <laughs> I would love that. I'm like, oh, I'm totally going to put that mod on. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, you're the only one that sees them as women, but, um, Aww, but well, un- unless somebody else has the mod. So <laughs> I, you know, I have Team Fortress 2, Do but you? I think I played it like once. Did you, <laughs> you not know, like it? I had a lot of fun with it. I mean, it's it's best as a friend's game, of course. Is right. it? Mm-hmm. Not with strangers. Uh, you play that's one of those games you play with your friends. Maybe I don't know. It's still it's still a lot of fun. Um, I haven't. I mean, I've played with people I don't know. <laughs> it's like I have oh, to you guys next Tuesday yeah. on that. Right. Yes, Tuesdays <laughs> at six o'clock. I think uh, Pacific time, nine o'clock. Um, so it's on sale yeah. at Steam. On sale at Steam right now. Today's <laughs> the last day. Ten bucks. It's normally twenty. But still, it's it's a fun game, and um, there's also a dance pack out there. It's a dance mod that you can install and make them dance. Uh. <laughs> there's a ton of great mods, and I, I just wanted to bring up Team Fortress 2 because it's one of those games that it feels like everybody plays, but and I was like the last one to get it, and of course, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. So I, I really dig it, so I just wanted to make mention of that. Cool. All right. So let's move on to bargain buys and iPhone games because we have a few iPhone games to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. The first one is Epic Win. And I've been hearing a lot about this, but I have yet to download it. So, Kim, I'm assuming this is you. Yeah. So <laughs> in, my, in my real life, I'm a project manager and my life is run by to-do lists. I mean, seriously, I have like five different apps that I've tried on to-do lists on my iPhone and my <laughs> iPad. And this one is so much fun. It's not, so basically what it is, it's a to-do app, but um, you it makes it a game. So once you finish, you can create a to-do item, um, tell it what you want the outcome to be. Like, do you want it to, your feet a strength? So do you want your your feet to be strength, intellect, um, life, that kind of thing. Once you actually finish the task, you get those points and you level up and you get loot collected and gold <laughs> collected. And so it's like a little, you know, game yeah. for your to-do list. <laughs> and it's really, it's so cute and it's so much fun. It's not the best to-do list. <laughs> I mean, if you're, if you're a serious to-do lister, it's, you know, it's not very organized. There's mm. much better to-do lists out there. But just for fun, this this is a blast. And the, um, was it $2.99? Yeah, it was $2.99. Yeah. And um, you can, once you get certain items and stuff, of course, you can Twitter them or, you know, post them to Facebook mm-hmm. saying, hey, look at what I got. Um, and you can, you level up and you move around. And it's not... It seems I like the kind of thing that make your to-do lists fun. Yeah. This great little app to do that with. It, it seems like something that you would have to try because honestly, listening to you guys, like uh, Hakito uses it, it just sounds lame. 
okay. I'm just saying, it is, it sounds like, it is one of those things that I think you have to try it in order to understand it. And okay, really, well, so it is kind of lame. I th- because it's a to do list. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a working thing, you know. I mean, I guess if you want to make your grocery shopping a little more fun, you could you could put in each item that you need from your grocery store and go through, and you can level up a lot faster and things yeah. like that. But uh, you I know, hear a lot just, of good buzz about it's it. It's quirky. Yeah. It's really just quirky, and it, it you know you do have boring to-do lists out there so (laughs) this just made it a little more fun that's all but it's cute too the animations are really cute and it's um the uh, text that they have the conversations they have are are cute when they do it so um if you're not into to-do lists probably not a good idea but if you like to-do lists this is a fun one to get cool Well, our next one is one that I came across in the iTunes store, and I was like, you know what? That just sounds cute, and it's called Movie Cat. Oh, it's and it's it's uh it's (laughs) iPhone and iPad, right? I have it on my iPad. I have it on my iPad, but it's doubled up. It's not HD. Yeah, Yeah, it's not. Oh, okay. I just expanded it. So it's a it's a two ninety nine app. And um, Stephanie, do you have that music? Because the music is so <laughs> cute. I will cue it up while and you it, talk. It you is, describe what it is. Yeah, it's a trivia game. So it's a movie-based trivia. And I just, you know, I, I'm on the movie-licious. So I you know I like <laughs> movies. I'm a movie girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um... Right, so that's just a sample so, uh, of the funk <laughs> that Movie yeah. Cat brings you. And it's just, <laughs> oh my gosh, the animation and the, it's cute. It's really cute. And so you go through the trivia. So you have five levels um, with five categories and you can switch them up. You have three, three chances. So if you particularly are bad in a certain category like for me it's the oscars category that i'm not so great in <laughs> i'm like i see that i'm like shuffle <laughs> new, category, new category oh um, i forget to shovel all the yeah. time uh, uh, the award winners is my um is my worst one yeah mine too yeah my my favorite has to be the clothing or oh, they yes they they that bring the out so you have to guess the movie based on the clothing that comes out. So one was one of my favorites was the the uh, it was a white nurse's outfit with a patch and a, a red cross. And I was like, oh, that's totally Kill Bill. And I was like, there you go. But two more came out and it was like the, the yellow jumpsuit. And it's just and, it, and it's all on cats, which I'm not a huge cat fan, but. So, cartoon cats yes. not real cats yeah cartoon not real cats. cats yeah could you imagine if it was real cats, <laughs> real cats. oh my god be funny. <laughs> but, you know i i do the best i like the the costume one but i do the best on the chick flick ones and i'm like what yeah. i mean i haven't watched that many chick flicks, it is but interesting yeah. off, and then you're like wow i really do know a lot about these yeah yeah i know a lot about chick flicks unfortunately <laughs> so you go through all five levels and you can play it on easy medium and hard you go through all five levels and you get to the bottom level which is to guess the scene and there are some really funny ones and it's just a a scene that you have to then uh, there's multi it's all multiple choice um on the movies that you're guessing so you have i think um as you're getting to the, to the last level, you have three chances and then you have these little kitties at the bottom that you, yes. 
that die as you get the wrong and you're like meow, meow. yes it's little cats leave yeah nine <laughs> lives you, you have nine lives as a cat right so you have <laughs> right. nine you have nine chances to I to get that killing the poor kitties i know but... Oh, so wow. what a fun little game for it's two two ninety nine. Oh oh, I love it. I've been playing it, you know, constantly. So plus once <laughs> you once you've hit all the trivia, you can. There's an additional uh, one for I think it's one ninety nine. Oh yeah yeah. There's yeah there's an addition uh, pack a DLC pack that you can yeah. download for ninety nine cents. So yeah. Oh there you go. Super cents. cute. Uh, and yeah. did did you guys? Because I emailed you my um screenshot <laughs> so it was a it was 40 year old virgin and it was just the funniest thing and i had i sent it to you guys had you seen it before that i had not seen that one before <laughs> no. i've only got two cut scenes um so far cat scenes not cut scenes cat scenes <laughs> yes, cat scenes. My favorite is uh, the volleyball scene from uh, Top Gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, <laughs> I don't know why I find it so amusing is the drawing scene from Titanic where she's reclining on the. On oh, the I haven't seen that one yet. Her oh, head and he's no. sketching her, but it's two cats. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that is just a fun all-around game, especially if you enjoy movies and trivia. So really yes. casual, very cute. Highly recommend it. So. Yeah. And it was dollar ninety nine, two ninety nine. I think two ninety nine. I thought it was two ninety nine. Two, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, we got a couple of uh, standard games that are on sale. Uh, actually, Uncharted Two came out with the Game of the Year edition. It was just mm-hmm. announced on September twenty eighth, um, and this isn't r- r- necessarily um, on sale. But if you are haven't had a chance to play Uncharted Two, first off, where have you been? Um, but this is such a great game and the DLC with it, um, they're giving a $35 voucher for all the DLC content. That's including the skins, the multiplayer, um, the siege expansion, uh, the, Oh, the comics, the motion comments, comics that I was telling you guys about, um, mm-hmm. the avatar packs, um, let's see. So that's skins. a great deal. If it's you haven't really, gotten Uncharted 2, that is, that is an awesome Well, deal. and the game itself yes. is forty nine ninety nine. So right. for 50 bucks, you get the game and all of the DLC, which is a ton of DLC. Very cool. Yeah. And awesome game. I mean, that's a freaking awesome game. It really is. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to make sure you knew about that. <laughs> and then... If by chance our review of Dead Rising 2 ha- uh, did not deter you from getting this game, you can at least save $10 if you're wanting to get it for either the Xbox or the PS3 um, from Newegg. So Newegg.com has a $10 off promo code. Uh, it's ending tomorrow, but hey, hopefully you'll you're listening to this when it came out. <laughs> But if not, <laughs> if not, I recommend the PC version because then it's thirty nine. Says something about the game, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Buy it before all the reviews get out and people say it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, since you mentioned Newegg, yeah. uh, Newegg is selling Resident Evil Five for the Xbox three hundred and sixty or the PS three for fifteen bucks. Oh wow, that's yeah. a good deal. So, if you haven't played that one, don't talk to me about Resident Evil though. I, know, I just, Resident Evil. <laughs> I just saw Afterlife and it was so horrible. <laughs> But it was in 3D. I didn't watch it in 3D. <laughs> Thank goodness. See, that's why. Oh, no. You were missing no, out. No, no. I would have hated it. I think it would have been worse in 3D. 
So anyway, that's for Movielicious. <laughs> um, and then finally, the last deal I have for you is Left 4 Dead 2 for the PC is $12.90 at GoGamer. So cool. that's a great, I mean, it's 74% off. Yeah, and that's a good game. That's a lot of that's, fun. Yeah. I enjoy that game. Monday Night Mutations over on Final <laughs> Score. So um, those are our deals for you. Let's go ahead and move on to news. So I think this is going to make Kim very, 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 very happy because the new Angry Bird plushies have been leaked. Yes. And there's a picture floating around. Of I saw the, it yesterday. Of these Angry Bird plushies. They're, and aren't they adorable? They're very I, cute. They are so cute. And there's... Oh. It, looked like that they had the big one the big red bird and then a would, pack yeah. of all the little um secondary birds and the big bird there i pig would be, in there no I, there's no pig that's what i was gonna say i'm kind of disappointed there's no pig <laughs> so it's just the birds you know what they'll have the pig yeah. you know they can't yeah come out they're coming with yeah but the, that, the, the big pig. red bird i would totally use that as a pillow <laughs> it looks really comfy yeah. doesn't it yeah. and Wait, all the little sizes so cute. Well, it looks like there's just one big bird and then the pack of little birds. Yeah, so. there's like a um, yeah. multi-pack of, you know, the yellow and the black and the blues. And yeah, it's it's cute. So they'll pr- they're going to have to put the eagle in there because the eagle's coming out, right? <laughs> yeah. Has it come yeah. out yet? Uh, um, yeah, I think um, we got the new downloaded content for Angry Birds, new levels. Oh, cool. That's That's right. a, yeah. It's very impressive that they keep adding to that game, you know, oh, I, I which mean, is awesome. But so I haven't played the new one. Does it um, reset your star count again? Ice Worm, um, you know, this stuff, <laughs> because that was the one thing Ralph would always complain he loves, about. Yeah. Oh, it reset They're, my star level. Now I have to go back through and get all my stars. Yeah, right. <laughs> always obsessed with that, getting that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. It's like he's, you know, that's a status symbol or something. It makes him less of a man if he doesn't have three Aww. stars on every level. I don't know. Okay. But. Now, this is just a tie-in with the plushies, but there's a company making an actual tabletop version of Angry Birds. I've seen that. <laughs> Where they, the pigs are in like a uh, cardboard box. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kind of build a cardboard box fort around them, and then you have like uh, football uprights. And the plushy, <laughs> uh, well, not plushies, but they're kind of uh, plasticky birds, and you slingshot them and uh, knock the knock the pigs out. Yeah, almost as bad as the Warcraft board game, right? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so the the next article we have is talking about uh, who put this in. I'm sorry, I didn't ask you prior to the show. You used games as, is the same as piracy. Right. Stephanie. So, oh, Stephanie. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> you didn't. So oh. <laughs> there was a big stink over on, on Penny Arcade because actually it actually started with um, one of the one of the uh, executives from the game company THQ. Mm-hmm. He came out and essentially said, "Look, because the developers don't get any money, uh, if you buy a used game, you're essentially the same as a pirate." Uh. Uh, and you're not our customer. That's exactly what he said. He said, you're not our customer. So we don't care whether you buy our game. If you buy our game used, we don't care about you. It's essentially what he's, what he's boiled it down to. Wow. So Penny Arcade posted about it, and you know uh, they kind of came out and, said, and they kind of agreed and said, look, from the way I see it, 
if you're trying to s- support the developers, buying a used game gives them nothing. So you're not helping them. And yeah. it really is like like pirating. I think that is absolute nonsense. And, uh, and you know, if we have a link to um, um, Tobold's MMORPG blog where he talks about this and a whole bunch of people have commented on it. And most people tend to compare... Uh, used games with uh, buying a used car or buying a used book or mm-hmm. buying a used DVD, right. right? Where someone originally purchased it, now they don't use it or want it anymore, so they've handed it off to a third person who is selling it. Uh, you know, they bought it a little less, and now they're selling it for a profit, and then you come in and you buy it as the third party. Mm-hmm. Um, the original person does not get, the original person who created that content does not get any cut of that reselling um but i think the whole argument is absolute nonsense if i, I buy so a used too. toyota i'm still a customer of toyota because i still buy things from them for the content that i purchased for example i went to gamestop and i purchased um a used copy of need for speed and i went online and purchased twenty dollars worth of dlc for this game so mm-hmm. yeah they didn't get a cut of my original thirty dollars but they got that $20 of DLC that they would have never gotten if I hadn't purchased this game mm-hmm. used. Well, and you're, you're starting to see things like the, um, the codes and the DLC. And, right. you're, you know, we're seeing that so much now because they're figuring out, oh, well, we can, we can get more aftermarket sales with this DLC. Why, why do we need to put it in the game? Why don't we just release it later? So, um, well, I think the DLCs also help them make their deadlines. Yeah, you know, like if they if they've set that okay, I need to get this out before Christmas, but you know, we want to we don't can't fit all the stuff in that we want to fit in. Well, then you just throw it into a DLC and you release it later. Yeah. So I think that does help them reach their their release dates a little earlier because mm-hmm. I mean you can see what happens when games miss their release dates. <laughs> it tends to go badly, mm-hmm. but I think I think this this concept is is backwards where they're blaming us, the consumer, for mm-hmm. purchasing a used game. And, and that, I don't think that's where the blame lies. Um, you know, we all have bills to pay, and I am not, I'm sorry, I am not going to spend $60 on every game that comes out right. when most of them are junk. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to rent them. If you're, if you're forcing the issue where, um, say, every new console game comes with code that's only good for the person who originally played it, I am not going to buy your game. I'm sorry. Well, do you that's think just, do you think that they're going? Silly. Do you think they're going to go towards that? I, Meaning, that's what THQ is going to do. I mean, the, THQ is. I think they're they're heading down the road where they're going to say, "Look, th- I'm you're going to buy our game, and we're going to give you a code that only works one time, mm-hmm. and it will never work again. And if you sell the game, <laughs> no one will ever be able to play that game. I think that's nonsense. Uh, yeah. How many games have I given to my friends? just so they can play it and see if they want to buy it. I, that's the end of sharing games. I mean, you're, they're, well, they're pushing the issue in the wrong direction. But I if think it's going to be the well, technology, too. I mean, look at Steam. I'm buying a ton of games through Steam that no matter what now, I can't, I can't let you borrow that game. Right, exactly. So, uh, but I think that's the wrong, I think, that, again, that's the wrong direction. Um, yeah, downloads are great, but there's no way I would download Uncharted 2. Because yeah. that's massive. <laughs> that, that would be yeah. like eight gigs worth of information for me to download. No way I'm doing that. Yeah. No way. So 
Some simple games, yeah, you can download those. But bigger, bigger games, you're not going to be able to download those. So I think most of the, most of the blame that people are putting is on uh, GameStop, mm. right? Because that's the that's the big elephant in the room. You buy a game for sixty dollars, you play it for a week, and you're done with it. You go back to GameStop and you resell it to them. You get a little bit of money. I was back. gonna say not you don't get hardly anything. Not your sixty bucks, ten dollars. <laughs> And then they <laughs> market it and put it back on the shelf. Now, yeah. if you walk into GameStop right now, I guarantee you, you can walk up and you can find a copy of Dead Rising 2 for $60. Right next to it is a copy for $30. Right. Whatever their use price probably is. probably Now, something. the complaint is, why would anyone pay the $60 when the $30 one is staring them right in the, or on, in the face on the same shelf? Yeah. But... I think that that's the problem. That's what they have to work out with with the middleman, uh, GameStop. They don't. Ha- they can't, you know, put the onus on us, the consumer. Or be- you're, we're being lumped in with them because you know right. we may sell our game on Half.com or eBay or whatever. You know, right? And, and they need to work out a deal with GameStop where maybe they get a commission if they resell it. Maybe they get a, a, a used game if they resell a used copy of Uncharted Two. Maybe they kick back a couple bucks back to the developer instead of hogging it all for themselves, which mm-hmm. is exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not saying GameStop is is exactly a villain because they're taking a risk too. They're buying something they have no guarantee someone's going to want to buy. That's true. You know, they're they're putting uh, they're putting their money out saying, "Look, I'm going to buy your copy of this game." And I hope somebody buys it, but they may not. Mm-hmm. And then I'm stuck with it. What am I going to do with it? Ice Worm has a Just good point. It down. He says that the used games at GameStops are normally like five, $5 less. I was going to say, it's not a right. huge difference between the used. It isn't a huge difference. Well, that's just for new ones. Yeah. The longer they're out, the more they drop, obviously, because yeah. they're going to keep dropping because they need this, the shelf space. They need they to turn, turn the inventory. Every copy. Yeah. So they need to move their merchandise. Uh, it's an interesting statement to say, especially. Uh, yeah, I think it, it actually uh, honestly upsets me. Yeah, you know, saying that because I I need to save money that I'm like a pirate. No, a pirate deliberately says, "Look, I'm not going to pay for this game mm-hmm. because I feel I am entitled, entitled and whatever, and it's not worth it." And blah 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 blah. No, I'm I'm going out and legitimately saying, "Look, I want to own this. I want to buy this. Maybe buy some DLC for it." And if you're going to come out and say, I, I'm only considering the person who originally ga- purchased the game as my customer, that's just silly. It's a good way to alienate your customer base. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, uh, Kim, just, are you still there? I'm still right. here. <laughs> so well, because well, you use GameStop a lot. So what do you think? Actually, I don't use it as much as I used to um, because I've been playing more first run games and then you know it's you go in there and you don't really have a lot of those unused Mm -hmm. so i mean i think it's just fine to buy them because the people are still getting their money the first time that somebody buys it so you know they shouldn't care what there's but what the, they're saying is if that used game wasn't out there you would buy the new you would buy a whole new copy Instead of buying that used. If it wasn't, I'd be renting. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I was going to say. This is gonna, it would boost the rental economy. I think they're just, just being blind is what yeah. they are. I yeah. mean, I, I think it's a stupid argument. It is stupid. They're, they're just, they are. They're being blind and they're not, they're not making their own business model match what reality is. Yeah. Right. Um, they are trying to force their business model on the consumer when that's not how 
things work. So mm-hmm. it, it's it's ridiculous that they make statements like that. They shouldn't force us to do something. They should change the way they do business to make it better for all of us, for them and for us. Hear, hear. Har, har. <laughs> but I think I think part of the thing is they got to look at their pricing scheme. Yeah. Is every new game worth fifty nine ninety nine? No, I'm sorry, no, it's not. No, Dead Rising two. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. So, Prime example. If you're if you're forcing me to to say uh, my only option for to to get this game is to either buy it new for sixty or rent it, pfft, rent it away. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to the next story, which is the Nintendo 3DS is going to be released March of 2011. Kim, yeah, are you excited because it, the price point is ridiculous? Two hundred fifty to three hundred dollars. Yeah. So are you going to buy this? I am not going to buy. I I don't even really use my current DS. Why would I want to spend 300 bucks on another yeah, one? Yeah, I was very excited about this at first. I'm like, yes, <laughs> that's going to be awesome. It looks cool. You know, I love my DS, although I don't play it enough right now. But that price point is ridiculous. Yes. I'm not going to pay that much no for it. No way. So I'm definitely waiting until the price goes down on it. Yep. And obviously, definitely. you're going to have to purchase new games for it, too, right? It's not going to play existing games. It said it will in play. In 3D. It, no, it won't play them in 3D, but right. it will play existing games. So okay. you can still play what, um, or that's what I'm hearing, that you can still play the What's old that? games. I, just can not you in just 3D. tell me you can what's so awesome about 3D? 3D. <laughs> What is so great about 3D? Because oh, they need to give that up. I just I'm so over that. Movies and every one is the I'm only one. Into it. That's right. <laughs> if they're doing 3D, they did this one right. No glasses or anything. It's a. It's not an out 3D. It's an in 3D. Gotcha. So, you know, it's gonna. Yeah, and I agree. I think the launch titles. Um, Emmy in our chat room, there there's not going to have a ton of them when they first Mm-mm. come out. I mean, there's some that I really want them to do. Um, some of the Mario games, some of the Zelda games, those would be awesome in 3D. But mm. yeah, we'll yeah. see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. let's move on to Warcraft <laughs> because this is a game we're all playing right now, right? No, of course. <laughs> it's Brewfest, oh, baby. <laughs> it is Brewfest, and when's um, Hollow's Eve starting? Uh, in two weeks. In two weeks. Um, so I would like to talk to you about a little problem that I'm having with Warcraft right now. Okay. I'm just bored. Oh, yeah. It's just... That always yeah. happens. And I hear... Oh, well, and then I hear all the rumblings that Amazon is sending out notifications that Cataclysm's not coming out till January. Oh, but no. they do that. They do that yeah. every year. Do they? I mean... They just don't know, so they keep changing the date. It sends out those emails, and yeah. But I, could you imagine exactly what happened with uh, uh, January? Yeah, uh, yeah. So don't believe what Amazon says. It, you know it's going to be this year. I, it won't be next year. It I can't just, be next year. I think there would be a mutiny if it was. Next I'm just year. wondering how many people are. I, I, I've gotten to a point where I just I'm not having fun with the game, so I'm taking a little wow break. Yeah, no, there's a ton yeah. of people doing that. And really, the only time I get on to raid and I get on to do my Brewfest stuff. Mm-hmm. But honestly, with the Brewfest stuff, it takes like two seconds to do it. <laughs> well, you know, you know what? Random into the, the boss. Uh, <laughs> you know what really upset me about Brewfest, Brewfest this year? The mug is a reuse. They yeah. couldn't change it. They couldn't change the color. Apparently, it's the green, which was the 2009 version. Mm-hmm. So my whole system of tracking how long I've been playing WoW is ruined. 
<laughs> yeah, it, that, uh, <laughs> totally lame, Blizzard. They didn't up the gear level in. No, it's all. And that's yeah, like, all the trinkets are still level two hundred, y'all. Yeah, which is stupid. So, just so the bored. only thing, the only reason I'm going in there is to get the frost thingies and to try to get my mount. I mean, yeah. and the um, rams have been dropping like crazy. I've, yeah. I've like four rams on one tune. What? But Seriously, have, really? So yeah, I need to and run with you. I only had one drop. <laughs> I've had me. four of them on on my hunter on my main. Wow. And, um, I haven't kind had a drop of, on any other one. It, it is different <laughs> this year. I mean, the the boss fight it is different this year because y- it used to be you bring five people in and you could fight them five different times. Right. Now it's just you go in like a hoon and yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just fight a them once. Much quicker. It I is, like it. but I like. You know, you could try five times. My record, and then, 10 seconds. 10 seconds from wow. the time we started the fight until it was over. That's my record. Yeah, now. but wow. this is so much better. I mean, yeah. it, I know oh, you yeah. in and out. <laughs> try for the thing, the, the mount once a day, but it's so much easier just to random into it, get it done. I mean, I can pop off and in 15 minutes do my 380s and mm-hmm. most of that time is spent on loading screens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, changing exactly tunes. Right. I mean, I get in immediately on every single tune. Yeah. I have a DPS, a healer, and a tank. And all of them, boom, boom, boom. No well, problem. Well, one of the things that I am looking forward to is BlizzCon. And that's going to be uh, two weeks? Three weeks? No, 20 seconds. Three weeks. Three, three weeks. weeks. Okay. But what has been worrying me is the fact that I have not gotten my email with my uh, yes. ticket. And, that's you know, the bar to worry me. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I, I remember mean, last I got, year. I got whispers in game from people saying, have you gotten yours yeah. yet? I'm, <laughs> I'm worried about this. And I'm like, no, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't seen it. And I've had like three or four people whisper me in game saying, oh, have you gotten yours? Because I haven't gotten mine. Because people are worried about it. Yeah. So apparently this is from uh, Wow Inside that um, I guess on the forum it was confirmed that they should be going out early next week so that's they're anticipating them to be going out very shortly so rest easy all that have purchased (laughs) your BlizzCon tickets you will be receiving them shortly one day yeah so (laughs) early whatever early next week is Um, I just was hoping I didn't miss it I'm like did I for did I not do something right. I, I mean, I, I was get, my email. I know. I, know. <laughs> I, was, I was getting a little uh, paranoid there. Um, another thing that happened was the Worgen females are now available to play in the beta. So, have you guys played them yet? <laughs> no, no, I haven't, I haven't either. But, but they the, look really yeah, cool. There's a, we have an article with a link in the show notes, and there's some really cool shots. I, I would say they look pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm like way more excited about this than um than the male one. So, <laughs> and it's cool. Um they only show one one type here. So, I am Actually, I'm no. If you go into there's like 79 images and there's a whole bunch of different ones in this uh this article that from Wow Insider. So, it's uh, it's looks pretty right, cool. You can see her, yeah. her quote unquote human form in the background. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. There are the different then, ones. That's and really then cool. as she changes her hair color and hairstyle, the worgen changes and the stance too. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, cool. So I'm I'm gonna go in and try try right, this. I'll, I'll roll a female worgen. 
Yeah. Bored. Try that. I don't know. It's like a hairy space goat. Look at the, look at the legs. It's a hairy space goat. No, I think this one looks cool though. I like her face. That's a cool looking face. It looks a lot better than the male one. I think. Mm. The male is so boring. Ugh. Except yeah, the hats. Well, I'm gonna have to go alliance. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny because I started off alliance for like the first two two years maybe maybe longer but uh i don't have the strong i mean of course i'm horde now but yeah i don't either i started at alliance i i went all the way through beast or i went um i got to 70 on my alliance and then switched to horde so yeah. all right so let's move on to email email because we have quite Woo! a few so uh i'll let you read the first one kim Okay, hello ladies. I am a PC gamer currently playing Fallout 3 and about to start Civilization 5. My say mother goodbye to everyone. There's <laughs> your time. Yeah, say bye to say see you later. Bye family. Yeah, your two time sucks, aren't they? <laughs> My mother recently retired and to fill her day, she introduced her to um, Plants vs. Zombies and she loves it. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's a cool yeah. Um, however, she is getting pretty bored with it. So I had her try Diner Dash, and she didn't like it. Um, probably due to the need of the speedy reflexes. <laughs> yeah, that's me too. <laughs> Can you all recommend a few casual games for my mom? Um, and that's from Fem Fatale. So, you know, I have been um, playing. I for some reason I had ten credits on BigFish.com. Ah, so yes. I I, I guess I had signed up for their thing and mm -hmm. <laughs> they were sending me credits and charging me every month. So I went in and they've got a ton of casual games in there. That's and so my many. ones on there are the little adventure story find one puzzle games. Mm -hmm. Yes. Those are I, really good. Yeah, they are a lot of fun. Um, the James Patterson Women's Murder Club one is really mm -hmm. cool. Um, you know, the Raving Quest ones, Mystery Case Files, all of those are a total blast. Murder, she wrote. Mm -hmm. um, they also have Puzzle Quest up on there, which is a ton of fun. And then they have all the ones like Bejeweled and, um, you know, the, the Match 3 kind of kind of games so i would definitely introduce her to bigfish.com or um, and i would recommend game house game oh, house yes, and that's real arcade and i have downloaded a ton of games through that um things the hidden objects games yeah. um so did you yeah. notice on big fish they actually now have a tab for iphone and ipad games yeah they do the yeah. thing though um you don't get to use your credits from no they're the yeah the credit is for one format uh yeah. if you purchase the game for your pc that that license doesn't transfer over to your iphone or your mm -hmm. ipad so you'd have to buy it again yeah which kind of sucks yeah. but but oh, at well. least they're making the move over if you enjoyed that type of game mm -hmm. they're they're right there like uh, hidden object games I've, I've always loved those especially when they combine in the little mi puzzle mystery thing mm -hmm. and uh, that amazon one was a lot of fun and i know that's on the ipad and the iphone right now these are the games that i have from uh, real arcade that my mother-in-law absolutely loves in fact she still she's finished them and she's started them over again so seven wonders which is a bejeweled type game and you're building yeah, the seven that wonders one. That one is a blast. A, I love that one. Um, the B Big City Adventure, San Francisco, which is a uh, hidden object game, which is fun. You know, it's just 
you know, look around for the objects and they make, it makes fun sounds and it's silly and there's little puzzles. <laughs> um, Big Kahuna Reef, which is a very similar game to Seven Wonders and it's your um, uh, bejeweled type game. Uh, little Shop of Treasures, which I think that's another hidden, hidden, hidden object type game. Um, Luxor, which that's a fun little game because I like that one too. You get, yeah, you're shooting, you're shooting balls, color, color balls, and you're trying to <laughs> doesn't, <laughs> and you're trying to just <laughs> to make sure that it doesn't get to the very end. You're collecting jewels, and yeah, that's fun. Pat Sajak's Lucky Letters. That's actually a lot of fun because you're 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 um, creating and finding different words, and you have you're playing other people. And then um, let's see. And of course, did you say mahjong? No, yeah, yeah. mahjong is. I mean, that's classic. classic. You know, yeah. fun, easy so game. You can get all those games on Big Fish too. Yeah. So I think yeah. all those um, type gaming websites they they cross they probably they probably all come from the same source (laughs) yeah (laughs) there are some that are exclusive to one or the other but it's not like a huge you it's not like oh you have to get this mystery game versus Mm -hmm. that one you know they're all pretty much the same the credits Um, are what where it's at because you can just try games out i mean absolutely do you have a demo period with big fish an yeah, hour. yeah. So you can download it, and yeah, you have an hour to play, and it's it's normally the full game at oh, an hour. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so yeah, I, I think all of them are kind of the same, but there are so many casual games out there that um, you can you can find her anything, anything yeah. at yeah. all. She'll find something she likes. All right. Exactly. So let's move on to our next email. This is from Catherine. She says, "Hi, ladies. First." I'm a big fan of your podcast. All three of you are great representatives for the often overshadowed or ignored gamer girl. Boot. Gamer girls rock. Um, that was me. <laughs> I'm right. Oops. Oh, no. My, my, uh, I'm writing to recommend a game to you. About a week ago, my boyf- boyfriend did a wonderful slash horrible thing by gifting me a game. Oh, gosh. How do you pronounce that? <laughs> We've seen that before. Oh, that, that this, game oh that- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, um, Reciteer, Reciteer, Reciteer. Yeah, okay. And uh, Reciteer, an item shop tale to my Steam account. This is—it's a great game, which he first bought for himself shortly after I started playing, and we've both lost a lot of time and hours to it already. Uh, this game is like Harvest Moon, substituting shop owning for farming, and Legend of Zelda slash Secret of of Mana like adventure game combined. Um, you play as oh, I cannot believe I'm not receipt. <laughs> these these t- names yeah. are terrible. Okay, a slightly spacey girl who opens up a shop, uh, item shop, in order to pay back her father's debt. Every week, you must make enough money to pay back a portion of the of debt by selling anything and everything to your fellow fellow townsmen. You buy things at a cost from local markets, um, and haggling is a big part of the business. Um, you gain experience in running your shop. Um, so it just sounds like a, a fun little, you know, management. And we've had a couple of people recommend yes. this to us yeah, yes. so far. So I, I may check this out. 
20 dollars. I, I, I was looking at the screenshots on Steam, and I kid you not, the you know, there's a little um, interaction between I, I'm assuming the customers, and in the middle it says capitalism, capitalism, ho. <laughs> <laughs> they sold something for 200% of the base price. So, capitalism ho! Oh, that's what Catherine says as she ends. She says, thanks for the great podcast. Capitalism ho! <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so, and apparently one of the people's name is Tear. T-E-A-R. So, okay. if you're looking at the name of the game, T-E-A-R is at the end. So, I'm assuming it's Reset Tear. Reset Tear? Yeah. If I'll believe you. I don't really. I mean, here, I have no idea. But this is clearly, a, a, you know, a, a game that did not originate in an English language. So no. I'm sure Jap- we're missing something in the yeah. translation. She says that all characters speak Japanese, but everything is written in English. Ah, so capitalism ho. Yeah, capitalism ho. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, cool. From China. Yeah. <laughs> a, a glowing yeah. recommendation. We'll have to try that game out. Yeah, so, I'll give it a shot. It's right. currently $19.99 on, on Steam. That's awesome. Okay, and then we have another email. Uh, Steph, do you want to read this one? Okay, let me pull it up real quick. <laughs> oh, I can read it. I was, I was looking at the screenshots of the, of the game. Um, oh, do we have who this is from? This is from Matt. Matt. It says, um, hello, le- ladies. I was listening to the last episode, and I wanted to let you know of a few things. Oh, that's the P- in the wrong one. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Am I? <laughs> yeah, there's one above it. Oh, before the Alliance. Oh, okay, here we go. All right. <laughs> from Matt. This is, hey, ladies, I have a question in regards of guilds in WoW. Have any of you ever joined any other guild but didn't feel the urge to participate or put yourself out there to do things with the guild? Because recently I left a guild that I joined a couple of days ago due to the fact that I wasn't participating and I just didn't feel motivated. I don't know what word I'm trying to use, but I hope you know what I'm saying. Anyways, there were multiple times where I could have just said I could go wherever they were asking for people for it, but I never bothered. Like, I was not interested in going with them. Then, when I went to my main, an alliance mage, I went with my GM and guildies. Uh, To clarify, I went with my GM on my shaman, but I didn't do anything with the guild that my shaman was in. Now, I left that one guild my shaman was in to put her into the guild my mage and priest are in. Because I participate and do things more than them, than I did with the guild I put my shaman in. So have you ever felt like you just wanted to be interested in whatever guild you join, but you just couldn't find it? And finding yourself going back to your old guildies. And Mm. on an unrelated note that has no relevance, all my tunes are female. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Matt. He says, for the alliance. Awesome. (laughs) I don't Um, feel like, I mean we're in an interesting guild because it's so large and a lot of people I think just don't participate. There's a lot of lurkers in, in our sure. guild. Um, but prior, well, prior yeah, because I mean, yeah. our guild has um, what 4,000 actual people. Yeah. But prior, prior to uh, coming to AAE, did you guys participate in other guilds? And Stefan, I think you're, you have an Alliance tune, right? I did. That was my shaman and I converted it back oh, okay. to Horde. So Strictly all horde right now. Gotcha. We forced her to come over to. Our <laughs> but I mean, have you have you ever experienced anything like this with uh, past guilds before? Absolutely. When I very first started raiding, or even just playing WoW, um, I joined a guild. Literally three days later, if it falls apart, it splits. 
uh, because there was a, like a schism with the uh, with the officers, mm-hmm. and I was in that guild for maybe a week before my very good friend uh, Hikum, who was this hunter at the time, we all know him as Kahiko now. Uh, he was recruited by another guild, and that was the guild that I stayed in until I moved to Earthen Ring and joined, uh, you know, obviously our guild, AIE. But that particular guild was a, a, was an awesome size. It was called the Nightsong Clan. And uh, we were just around 20 to 25 people. Hmm. And whenever someone w- came online, we all knew each other. And we all said, hey, how's it going? Hey, mm-hmm. you want to do something? Once we get a couple more people, we can go run an incense, blah, blah, blah. Now, at the time, this was vanilla. This was yeah. when there was no Burning Crusade and there was no Northrend. And, you know, we were all still learning and experiencing and getting up to 60. Yeah, 60 was the big thing back then. And you didn't get them out until 40. Oh, my God. <laughs> the old days. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and it, felt, it felt much more tighter and more intimate. Uh, and, and we really got to know those people. And some of those people uh, I got to know were Fuskami and uh, B.E., who oh. came over to uh, Earth and Ring with me. But uh, I understand what he's talking about, where you join a guild and you don't, feel like joining in or maybe the guild itself just isn't doing anything yeah uh yeah. that actually happened when i had my shaman on my alliance um i would log in and the only thing i was really interested in doing was raiding so when they'd say hey let's go run a heroic i'd be like mm, no not really yeah. i just want to fish and uh, yeah i really did not because i didn't know them and i didn't f- feel connected to them at all i really did not want to spend any time with them at yeah, all yeah uh completely opposite of aie where uh, obviously, I know everybody that I raid with, and you know we always are out doing things together. And it's anything, just anytime it, somebody wants to do something, we just jump on and do it. And I, I think it 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 depends on where you are in the game, and mm-hmm. just kind of where your mindset is too. I mean, it sounds like he's he was split between two different guilds, right? Yeah. So he, it's hard to be all things to all people, right? So. Right play where you want to play interact who you want to interact with and i think i know for me when you start forming relationships you don't want to let those people down so if you haven't even formed relationships with those people it's probably why you're not even really interested in interacting with them right. so i don't think it's anything you know well, i mean unusual. different guilds have different personalities too yeah, yeah. you know uh the, the alliance guild that i was in was an actual raiding guild Mm-hmm. You know, there there was nothing. You you were meant to to show up prepared with all your flasks, with all your buff food, on time, knowing the fights. Period, and that really did not lend itself to. Hey, you know what? Let's go out fishing and level our alts, or <laughs> yeah. let's go check out the Dark Moon Fair and blah blah blah. The, yeah. that, that was not the attitude. Yeah. You know, and you had a purpose. Uh, different guilds <laughs> put out different vibes about yeah. you know what you want to do and what uh, they expect from you. Yep, that's right. Early in my um, WoW career, um, in Vanilla WoW, I was playing, and I really wasn't playing with anybody I knew. I had a, one friend who I played with, um, and there was this, uh, in trade chat or something, someone's like, hey, I want to, you know, 
make this all girl guild. And so we're like, oh, very cool. You know, I want to join that. So um, <laughs> I joined and we started talking about, well, how are we going to know if it's an actual girl? So we had a question that we would ask each <laughs> um, each applicant. And it wasn't an applicant. It was just a, you know, we didn't do an application. What was, what was the question? What was the question? And so the question was, <laughs> um, what size do pantyhose come in? I, that's exactly <laughs> the question I was going to ask. Because guys say, just don't guys know. Guys don't know that. Letters. Oh, they're they're letters, boxes. right? They know yeah. No, they don't know pantyhose. No guys <laughs> know that. So that was our question. Unfortunately, though, we, we started it, we, you know, for like two weeks, you know, the same group of like 15 girls was in there and it was a lot of fun. And then after that, it, everyone just like disappeared. I mean, seriously, <laughs> there was nobody ever on anymore. So, which I was really, you know, I was like, damn it. I wish that would have worked out. But <laughs> Yeah, it was oh, it funny. was really cool at first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, people have to actually continue to show up for the guild to yeah. have fun. <laughs> but uh, for example, going back to our guild, which uh, you know we have more than seven thousand characters in in the guild. So when you first log in, it's extraordinarily intimidating. Um, we either get one of two types of people. Uh, someone who has like verbal diarrhea and they just want to talk in Gchat like it's, you know, like they're talking to their best friend and every single person is their best friend and they'll just comment on every single thing that comes up or the person who, who does nothing and just mm -hmm. sits back and that's watches Gchat go by. That's what right? I do. I'm, I'm, and that's what I do too. Yeah. For me, Gchat is a while. like, uh, it's like the TV in the background when I'm doing something, you know, it's yeah. a white noise. Every um, once in a while I'll poke fun at Dark Anders. <laughs> but um <laughs> very much but so the idea when you join a guild is to find people that play at the same time that you do and have the play same play style that you do mm -hmm. you know if you're just interested in taking it casual and maybe leveling a couple alts and maybe leveling your professions maybe not necessarily going out and getting to to the top level uh 60 70 80 at immediately you know, find the person that that, ma that matches your style, and then you start making uh, friends within the guild, and then you'll find more things to do, and 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 you know, you become a friend of a friend, and you know, the guild becomes more inviting to you. The more people that you know that are excited when you log on and you see these people that are on, you know, the more it feels like someplace you want to actually mm -hmm. spend time. I think vent too. Also, I mean, if you're not. If if you're not using Vent, I think you're you're at a disadvantage to building those relationships mm, too. For sure. So I mean, I know for me when I first went into Vent, I was a little nervous at first. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, push you're to like, talk is the best thing. Laugh at me. Like, is that what you picture them to sound like, Mark? No, that's not what I thought they'd sound like. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> you're like, oh wow, Neil is a girl. <laughs> all right well Scotty uh, has the voice i always thought he had yeah. <laughs> ralph too i mean um yeah. all right so let's move on uh, um so the last email we have is from nick and nick says hello elite ladies i was listening to the last episode and i want to let you know a few things the ps3 exclusive the betrayal of jimmy which is the dlc that i was talking about is part one of the jimmy story um it's what happens before he goes to prison and Jimmy's vendetta, which is open on all the platforms, is part two of his story. Thank Ooh, you so remind much. Remind me again, who was Jimmy? Jimmy's just an extra character. He's not even in the main Mafia 2 storyline. He's, he's, they're using the sandbox 
that Mafia 2 created and they're interjecting a new character into that, which is Jimmy. <laughs> so Vito isn't part of that whole thing. Jim, it's like it's like 2.5 Mafia. Yeah. Mafia 2.5. If you would have stuck with the original <laughs> three characters, yeah. the three that are even on the, the box, yeah. I would think I would have been a little more interested. Yeah, so um, he said that he's been playing Mafia 2 on the PC and loving it. Most of the complaints I hear that there's not enough sandbox, which is followed by the comparison to Grand Theft yeah, Auto Yeah, you know 4. what? My son yeah. actually finished the game twice Yeah, um, since we talked last <laughs> I loved it. I really the, enjoyed that's it. the complaint he had, that he, there's just no the sandbox is very limited compared to other sandbox type games. Yeah. Um, and he said, I really wish all the DLC and pre-order DLC was available on the PC. Mm. Maybe they'll do that in the future. Uh, like what just cause did. So, um, so yeah, thanks Nick for that. I was, you know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't sure what the deal was with that. So I appreciate you <laughs> writing in and letting me know. So I still haven't Somebody played it though. Somebody made an interesting <laughs> comparison with the Mafia 2. Yeah. Um, they said uh, games like, well, comparing it to Grand Theft Auto, that Grand Theft Auto uh, is like, or re- even Red Dead, is like a house with two refrigerators. He goes, when you move in and the house has two refrigerators, do you get rid of the second one or do you hold on to it? Most people would hold on to it. And then you just kind of find a use for it. And he said that's kind of what it is with games that are so big yeah. and have so much content that when they were developing the game, they ended up with two refrigerators and nobody had the guts to say, we're going to cut this one out and we're going to throw it away and we don't need it. Mm. Um, and then he, he's this person who wrote the blog said, you know, he feels intimidated uh, that he can never finish this game and then doesn't. Uh, but he enjoyed the streamlined uh, of Mafia 2, where there was nothing else to distract you from just getting to <laughs> yeah. the end. Yeah. So he enjoyed that. I did, too. I really did like Mafia 2. I keep the beer in my second fridge. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> put it in the garage. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's my laundry room. I have, a, I have a second fridge in my laundry room. So yeah, that's where I keep my beer. <laughs> All right. So we have some uh, game release dates that are uh, coming out in the next couple weeks. Like we said, Fallout New Vegas is coming out on October 19th for the PC, Yay. PS3, and Xbox. Um, Super Scribble Knots is coming out on October uh, 12th for the DS. Now, I remember, Kim, you played the first one. You yeah. didn't really like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to even try this I'm one. wondering if they've no. improved it. <laughs> I thought you would it, like it. Yeah, you know, I, I don't have any... It doesn't interest me at all, so yeah. I'm going to skip you it. Know, I'm so surprised that that game has not come out on any other platform. Yeah. It's I was only kinda hoping it would come out for something. Yeah. But, you know, nothing. Yep. And then finally, Medal of Honor, the an- most, in- I don't say most, but it's very anticipated game. It looks um, really good. They, they were demoing this at uh, Comic-Con, and they had some really... Um, cool setup with like three monitors so you could get more of a visual view around you. The graphics looked really cool. Did they look as cool when they were playing it up Mm -hmm. there? Yeah, it looked pretty awesome. It looked awesome, yeah. I'm I'm reserving until I actually get my hands (laughs) on it. But that's coming out on October 12th for the PS3, Xbox, and PC. I think I might pick it up for the PC. So... Yeah, I might I might do that too All instead right. of the um, PS3. And then and get Fallout for the PS3. Yeah, I Fallout to me is is definitely a loungy game. I need to be on my couch. 
<laughs> I cannot. It's a loungy game. Because it's so <laughs> like long. It's just so your long. Couch and yeah, yeah your sofa <laughs> massage and your ding dongs and ding dongs. Uh, you guys don't play with ding dongs. I mean, that sounded really bad. I meant the chocolate. Yeah, no. a pop tart maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, <laughs> we have a couple of iTunes uh, shout-outs, right? We do. We have um, one from Romania, which is awesome. How did he get Ooh. it on the uh, the U.S. store is what I'm wondering. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering that, too, how she got that on the American store. But I don't know. Um, Afrowell, um, the craze um, we got one from, and Jago Korth on the Korgarth server awesome. or jago from the core god server well thank you yeah, so, so much everyone for those those five i'm assuming five star yeah those are oh. all five star in fact we've only got a few um we've only got two that aren't five stars so thank you everyone yeah. for you know Woo-hoo! rating us highly and you know enjoying the podcast because yeah. we love doing it we yes. do we do and if you would like to get in touch with us by email or voicemail Steph, how can they do that? You can call our call in number is area code 623-252-4263. We have the website, obviously, which is ladiesofleet.com and our email, which is ladiesofleet at gmail.com. And then we all have uh, Twitter accounts. There is a Ladies of Leet Twitter account. There's one for Kim, which is Randy's Molly. There's one for Nicole, which is Nicole Spag. And myself, which is X-I-A-X-I-A-N-1. Very cool. Um, also, if you if you don't want to call into that number, you can also create an MP3 and attach it to Absolutely. your email. Because we, we have it. I have it. I finally figured out how to get my audio to play <laughs> while we're all talking. So nice. it's working out pretty well now. So, so is Fallout 3 going to be out in time for all of us to play it by the next time? It will be out by the... Because the next time we record is... Oh, no, it's the 17th. Oh, I guess not. Oh. So, um, maybe Medal of Honor. All right. Yeah, why not? I haven't played Medal of Honor since, like, five years ago. I was kind of over that. When it was still World War II. Yeah, this one one is Afghanistan, I think. Yeah, yeah. And they uh, they just, there was, um, it was being banned in some stores because of the Taliban. And apparently they changed the title it's no longer the taliban anymore but it's that's who it is so (laughs) i don't know they were trying to get it into certain stores so apparently it had been banned from all military bases or something like that yeah i can understand that they don't they have to be sensitive to that so um all right so i think we're going to wrap this show up put a nice bow on it thank you for listening and joining us on this episode and we will talk with you in two weeks where we're probably going to be playing medal of honor <laughs> probably yeah. yeah that's that's oh, what we're going to plan that's when what we'll Freak or when fallout new vegas comes on the blizzcon right after that's that, right so. we got a lot <gasps> going on this month so <laughs> all right guys Woo! have a wonderful week and we'll talk to you soon bye bye bye, bye.
podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.